Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest leadership podcast. Today I'm quite really happy to have uh, another guest, uh, Robinson Hunter, Hunter Stewart. Now, Rob for short. Um, Rob originally from Scotland but now lives in Paris. And it's interesting, Rob's written a book um, which I'll have details in the link in the notes later on and we'll be talking a lot about the content when in, in our chat. Uh, but it's entitled Incredible Value of Employee Power Dash Unleashed, which, uh, which I, I actually, uh, if you've heard me over the years on the podcast, that I'm very passionate about is unleashing employee power. Um, so I, that's why Rob's on. Now, Rob has really spent uh, close to 40 years now uh, as an employee and, and, and a leader of employees. Uh, has worked in the hotel industry for around 26, 27 years in the service sector. And I know he's been, he's been general manager of some very large hotels, well over um, up to 1,000 staff, 1,000 rooms and seven or 800 staff. And I just know how challenging those um, hotels can be, um, I'm sure. And uh, anyway, so he's got good leadership experience as well as like all of us, we started as an employee. But anyway, um, Rob lives in, in Paris, as I said, and um, he teaches in both French and English uh, to bachelors and masters at master's level in some of the management schools in Paris. And he probably can teach me a bit of French because my French teacher at school was rendered me as pretty hopeless. But anyway, I tried that. But so now what I'll do, I'd like to introduce Rob. So look, uh, just, just a bit of context. As I said, employee engagement is my passion. When you say unleash, that's like unleashing that discretionary extra performance that employees put in above and beyond what they need to do to survive and get paid. And at the end of the day, that really gives you that really gives you the competitive advantage in business. So, Rob, what sort of motivated you to write this book? I think I know, well, but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, what actually happened was uh, it was about a year and a half ago. I had a conversation with someone who was trying to tell me that. Uh, the most important thing in the entire world, the universe, basically, is the, uh, the client. The client must always come first, the customer first, the consumer first. And I disagreed with this uh, in our discussion. And I said, yeah. no, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe this. I yeah, believe the employee that comes first. <laughs> the employee comes first and the customer second, yeah? yeah. Uh, so, you know, this, this, this conversation went on a while. And then, in fact, when I went after the conversation, uh, because we didn't agree, uh, I yeah, thought, right, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually write a book about this because, because really, it's something that, that I hold really close to my heart. And I thought, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write about this. I'm gonna make my point, and I'm gonna really try and yeah. spread the message. Yeah? yeah. So that's that's what happened. Yeah, that's the reason. Okay. That's I the, that's sat the down trigger. And wrote it. <laughs> that's a trigger. I'm like, and it's interesting you say that because I agree with you that if you get the employees right, the rest happens. Right, um, and particularly coming from the industry you've been in, which is highly focused on customer, you're right at the cut at the coalface with customers. Uh, I mean, every industry has customers, but to me, the hospitality industry is really as a ramped up customer sort of service ethic uh, to survive because that's what their brand is: the service to customers. And um, I hand hotels; they they're pretty demanding uh, customers in those sort of hotels. They're paying good dollars, so they 
demand good service. So, so, so when you take it back a notch and say it's the employees that really is uh, provide the value, uh, initially, I, I agree with you. So coming from you, that to me is a powerful message. Yeah, thank, thank, you, thank you very much. And I think to add to, add to what you just said, the, uh, the, the, I like what you say about being at the coal face, yeah? Because these, these are the people that are in front of the guests. These are the people that are speaking to the guests, yeah? That's the right. manager, you know, it shouldn't always be in front of the guests. The guys that are on the shop floor, that are in front of the guests, yeah? yeah? They've got to have the right training. They've got to have enough autonomy. They've got to be empowered so they can actually do their job, yeah? Yeah. Because if they can't do their job, yeah, and, and be comfortable doing their job, and be confident to know that you trust them to do their job, yeah, then it, you're not going to have the same performance. It's just not going to happen. With no, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's no different to, um, just take a bank, for example. I come from the financial mm. service industry initially. It doesn't matter what you do in some of the leadership, uh, like in some of the management, business development. The, the moment... A, Client customer walks into a, into a bank and has a bad uh, a bad experience on the counter, then that can reflect on that bank for forever, and people yeah. can just just t- close the account without even talking to anyone if they're that mad, right? So, so it's it's about those people at that front line in any industry that hold yeah. the key, and and I think a lot of a lot of times as you go down some of the levels and it gets forgotten. Yeah, I think it's far too often forgotten, Ross. And I think I think what what people need to understand today, in, in this uh, you know in, in this uh, era of uh, of uh, instant communication, yeah, yeah, when you have things like, uh, for example, we take the service industry and you have uh, people on TripAdvisor, for example, yeah, yeah, it's so easy for someone to go onto TripAdvisor and destroy oh, <laughs> your <you> reputation, <laughs> I mean, just much. completely destroy your reputation. All, all you need uh, is ten people to agree with you, and suddenly you got a whole movement of people jumping on exa- you. Exactly, exactly, and that can be that can be very bad. And of course, that's 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 really, uh, you know, when you when you look at these comments, and I and I did uh, do a, quite a big analysis at one time on, on these comments when I was working in the hotels yeah, yeah. and outside of the hotels as a consultant, and uh, what you discover is that nine out of ten comments are not about the product. They're nothing to do with how beautiful the bank is, with how beautiful your hotel is, how beautiful your production is or your product. It's all nine out of ten times. It's about the people. Yeah? That's right. That's right. So and if the people, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's either either to say that this 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 member of staff was fantastic, yeah. gave me great yeah. service, or the contrary, <laughs> to say yeah. this person was horrible. <laughs> but of course, then they'll always mention the name of your the name of your company straight behind that. Yeah, just to ensure oh, yeah. That, yeah. that everyone knows who you are. <laughs> that just has the impact. But but when you're saying that, I sort of like at times you can be in a hotel uh, and you may have something that's faulty or doesn't work. If someone looks after you and fixes it and, and and all that, you forget about what didn't work. But it it's in it's heightened the threefold when you don't get good service plus things don't work, it even becomes yeah. worse. But see at the end of the day it comes back to those people, how they deal with challenges and how they deal with customer requirements. Um, yeah. so yeah, I agree. It's it's it, it's such, such an important thing. Now the key is, um, so what would be one of the key points that you mentioned in the book? How do you actually, what's the first thing you need to be doing to engage your people? Well, I think the first thing you need to remember to engage people, Ross, is that uh, people don't work for companies, yeah? They work for people, yeah? Yeah. 
so, so really, it's, it's really it's a management concern. It's for the manager uh, to ensure that they're able to communicate properly with their employees, yeah? yeah, yeah. And that they, that, that they treat them well, that they provide the correct conditions for these people to work in, yeah? So we're yep. talking even from the physical conditions, yeah, like the, hey, make sure the air conditioning works, make sure they're at the correct temperature, make sure that all the physical stuff is correct, their environment's comfortable, make sure they have the correct tools to do their job, yeah, yep. because there's nothing worse than asking someone to do their job and then they, they, their computer doesn't work or their, yeah, I know, I know. Or That's their equipment doesn't work. You've got to give the opportunity, so, every opportunity to perform, that's right. Exactly, so you've got to give them the opportunity to perform, you've got to provide the correct tools, and then you have to correct, give them the correct training so that they can use these tools and so they're comfortable in their yep. job, yeah? And this is all, these are all very basic things. Uh, and then, of course, it's, it's to ensure that the communication channels are always open so that you, as a manager, are always there and always available, yeah, to discuss yep. with your employees and especially to listen to your employees. Yep. And there's one thing I really love, which is, which is we all say there's, there's, a, there's a mnemonic which is called care. Customers are really everything, yeah? Yeah. I prefer ears, which is the employees are really everything, yeah? That's because and, and, yeah. because they are, they're the ones that are giving this service, as we said earlier, yeah? So I believe that it's, it's to ensure that all the conditions are reunited so that the, so the employee can perform. Because as a manager, when you're asking someone to perform and to engage with the company, if you don't provide them with the correct tools so that they can do this in the correct conditions, yeah, and make sure yeah. that they know as a person that you care, that you care about them as an individual and as a person, yeah? If you don't do that, they are not going to engage with you. And if they don't engage with you, they're certainly not going to engage with the company. Yeah, and that's it's interesting point because right at this time when we're recording this, um, the world is locked down. <laughs> yeah. The world is basically locked down. And yeah. that care factor, uh, that care is is heightened at the moment because people are really wanting to trust someone somewhere and it, and they're looking to me they're looking to the employers because i don't think they look to the government and find any any satisfaction that much well but it's so it's more looking to the employers so the employers who can actually show that they care yeah now, I, was on, I was on a meeting today um where the message was when, 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 when people are starting to come back and, and, and the uh, government's starting to release and ease off the, the restrictions, the key is not to say, guys, you've got to be back to work tomorrow. It's do you want to come back yet? Yeah. Because that's that care. Now, there's parts mm -hmm. of China, people are already, already going back. And to me, that's, that's the opportunity to say, you can come back now, we have it already, whatever you're going to be saying. but if you want to come back. Um, and my point there is what the challenge will be when companies say that, if you've got a very good culture and you're well led, they'll all want to come back. It's when they've, they've gone home and been isolated for a while from a toxic culture with mm -hmm. where, where I don't call it leadership, I just call it poor management. It's not even leadership is bad they won't want to come back so readily so to me the well-run companies will get up and running very far more quickly than than the ones that aren't so this will be an interesting test to see how this pans out 
Yeah, well, I, I think I think you're totally right, Ross. I think I think if you know when people, uh, you know, in any case, uh, it talks in toxic work environments, yeah, even without being in this in this this terrible uh, COVID lockdown and the, yeah. the pre and the post COVID thing, even without that, yeah, uh, you, you you see in toxic work cultures in any case, you'll see uh, things like uh, absenteeism, which is much higher, yeah, you'll see people uh, becoming ill much more often, so the percentage of people that are ill goes up. Uh, the percentage of people that leave, so turnover gets higher. Yeah? yeah. So when we talk about when we talk about uh, competitive advantage, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, when when you when you realise in 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 the, in the hotel industry, for example, yeah, the cost, the, the the actual cost of someone when the, someone leaves, yeah, and you have to rehire, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you have to select, and then you have to reintegrate the person. The cost, and this is an entry level employee we're talking about, yeah? Hey, hey. It's four thousand dollars. Four thousand hey. dollars. Hey. So because companies often think, yeah, the employee, the employee, and treating the employee, and they don't attach any value to this. But for those people that don't believe it, yeah, you can simply just attach that value to it and say, listen, you know, if you're not treating your people well, they're gonna leave, they're gonna give that competitive advantage, that engagement to some other company who are treating them well, yeah. Right. And at the same time, it's going to cost you money in any case because yeah. you're going to have to re-recruit someone else. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I, I, you know, just yeah. I know what you're saying. Yes, but and I can say that um, managers or slash leader, I suppose, you get the staff you deserve because oh, yeah. if if you're a good leader, you'll attract people and people will stay with you. If you're mm -hmm. if you're not so good leader, and to me, you're just a manager of a process. Um, the good ones leave, and you're left with the ones that can't get jobs anywhere else. Mm -hmm. yeah. And plus, you track the other ones who can't get jobs anywhere else anyway. So you're left with a very dysfunctional bunch of people that aren't aren't good performers. So, see, so you get yeah, what well, you I love what you're saying, Ross. I mean, you get what you deserve, and it's exactly that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> really, if you, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just they reflect exactly. You know, when you talk about engagement, when you look at the uh, Gallup poll, uh, uh, employment figures on engagement, yeah. Mm. And they're saying that eighty percent of the reason, yeah, for engagement or not, yeah, is mm. direct management, right? So yeah. uh, that, in a nutshell, yeah, I mean, yeah. if it's managed well, people are going to engage, and if they're not managed well, they're not going to engage at all. That's yeah? right. Uh, so, so that's that's in a nutshell. But the, the one of the things I come back to the training aspect because I think that's extremely crucial, yeah, for the the, mm. the, the engagement, yeah. Uh, there's a great phrase from a great, a great quote, one of my preferred quotes from Richard Branson, yeah? okay. <laughs> which, is, uh, which is basically, he said that, uh, you know, you train your people well enough so that they can leave, yeah, and then treat them well enough so that they stay. That's right. Okay? Yeah, you're right. And that, that, for me, really epitomizes really great engagement, yeah? yeah? Because you train them so that, yeah, if that guy wants to leave, yeah, he's got all the skills he can leave, yeah? But then you you make sure that you treat that guy well enough, as like we said earlier, you know, you you give the correct care and attention to that person, yeah, so yeah. they don't leave. Yeah, that's right. That's and that's right. How, that's how to get engagement. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. how to avoid also a part of the toxic work cultures. Because as you said, also the thing in toxic work cultures, there's no learning culture. People just no. don't learn. No, they're, they're not being forgotten. Not growing. They're, they're not getting taken care of. <laughs> I've never known anyone who doesn't want to grow. And develop and now some obviously grow and develop far more far more than others some yeah, take yeah. very small steps others take giant leaps but at the end of the day everyone takes a step mm -hmm. um, which means a step forward so if you continually grow people 
And the more you do that, the more they respond. That's just been my experience over all these years. Um, and you're right. You, you keep that focus on, on people and to grow and develop them. As people grow, your business grows. That's the end of the day. Don't grow your people. Your business won't grow either. No, 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 it's us. Yeah, I couldn't, agree, I couldn't agree with what you're saying more, yeah? Everything's stagnant. Think, yeah, exactly. And I think one of the other things that's, that's very important is, is to make sure that you, you, you remember that people are individuals, yeah? Hmm. And, you know, because a lot of people, they, they, you know, they tend to get a bit carried, well, not carried away, but they, they tend to over-concentrate, if I can say that, on the team as, a, as, a, yeah, as yeah. an entity. And forget that that team's just a collection of individuals, yeah? Every single one of those individuals is a different person, yeah? And requires perhaps different treatment, uh, a different management style in some yeah. cases, yeah, for each person, yeah? But it has to be very individual, yeah? That's right. And particularly at a higher leadership level, that becomes really crucial because if those people in your, let's say, in your, your very direct team in a leadership position, mm. if they're not managed correctly, well, you know, it's just going to cascade down the wrong way. And then, as you, as you just said, Ross, then you're going to really have a toxic world culture if you don't right. treat gets, those people the right way. Yeah? It doesn't get any better. It's, it's, um, no, it doesn't. No. It, it's, and, and it's interesting, that word cascade, because to me, leaders should step up and lead. Now, mm -hmm. not just cascade down information and hope it all works. Yeah. You've got to actually basically lead them, mm -hmm. uh, not manage the process. Lead them, and that's the key. That's the secret yeah. of law. As you said at the beginning, that's the secret to engaging employees, the leadership. Yeah. I mean, it's, any, it's, it's, it's... Sorry, sorry, Ross. I was going to say, any other points you want to make that um, you emphasise? No, I think, I think uh, to, to, to come back on what you just said, I think it's very, very important. Uh, to leadership by example, leading by example, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and in terms of communication, for example, yeah, it's not just, as you said, it's not just giving the message and then hoping it gets to the, the shop floor, yeah? You know, sometimes you just have to go to the shop floor and check out, guys, did you get the message that, you know, I was sending to you all and, yeah. and check, yeah. you know, like, what and ask them how their family. And you need yeah, to qualify no. what actually they got because what you sent and what they got can be totally different. But exactly. It's like a game of Chinese whispers, yeah? <laughs> that's exactly. You took the words out of my mouth, Rob. <laughs> so you go there and check. Tell me, what did, what did you hear? What, what did I say or something? You need to temperature test that. Well, good leaders yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Leaders do those little things. Well, uh, we've got uh, about another 30 seconds to go, Rob. So any other points you want to make? Yeah, I think, I think it's just, just in basically, it's just always to remember to give time uh, to individuals and to make sure that, you know, uh, you, the time that you use with individuals, you spend most of it, you know, you use the Pareto rule, that you do spend most of that time listening you know, yeah. uh, because there's a lot of people, uh, you know, extroverted managers in any case, they, they have the habit to talk a lot, yeah, and yeah. forget to take the time to listen and to really hear what their employees are saying to them, yeah, and forget, you know, that you've got two ears and one mouth, and I think a, a lot of young managers especially really need to remember that, yeah, yeah. to give yeah. time to people and, to, and not just to be thinking about what I'm going to say, but to really listen to what they're saying. That's right. It's and not, then, yeah, <laughs> and not just think about your answer to the question, yeah? I know, you got to be... Yes, so I can give I, any I, advice I to young that, managers. I follow a lot, I do a lot of walk-arounds walk with uh, people I coach, and uh, that's that's often the thing. I keep I say that quite regularly. You're too busy trying to work out what to say next rather than actually listen to what they said. Did you actually hear what they said? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, oh, no, wrong me. So, like, it's, 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 it's so common. It's so common. Anyway. It is, yeah. yeah. Well, Rob, look, thanks for having I uh, thank you for coming on as a guest. Uh, we might do that again one day. And um, okay. for people out there to remember the book, The Incredible Value of Employee Power Unleashed, um, and it'd be available on Amazon, I take it? Or? Yeah, it's on, it's on Amazon, yeah. That's yeah, on I'll Amazon. Put, and uh, I'll put the it's link easy on to that. find. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to find because my name, I, you know, there's not many people called Robertson Hunter Stewart. <laughs> I know. <it's> like, <laughs> anyway, so. And I, I want to thank you, Ross, very much for uh, for inviting me on your show. Yeah, it's a really, really great, it's an honor to be to be invited. Yeah, and it's, it's oh, uh, really, uh, I've seen some of your other podcasts and, uh, you know, I really enjoy them, yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob.